Hello, my name is Shanine from The Hoot and Howl, and this is your Daily Nerd Devo. I love stories from Greek mythology. The epic tales of adventure are exciting, and wondering at the logic of the heroes and gods is just fascinating. One thing that has stood out to me from these stories is just how different our god is from the beings that the Greeks worshipped. I've been reading Circe by Madeline Miller, which follows the story of a lesser, non-Olympian deity. Mortals fascinate her. She is not as glorious as the Olympian gods, but she is still miles away from being able to relate to these feeble, mortal beings, viewed nearly as hideous, half-formed little creatures. Even the great heroes aren't as glorious as the gods. A couple occurrences in particular in the novel highlighted the relationship between mortals and the gods to me. Circe grew up in her father Helios' house, until she was banished to an island for her witchcraft. She had no experience of the world, and while mortals intrigued her, she knows only the things that other gods have told her. She says, Of all the mortals on earth, there are only a few the gods will ever hear of. Consider the practicalities. By the time we learn their names, they are dead. They must be meteors indeed to catch our attention. The merely good, you are dust to us. Later, on her island, she is approached by her brother's daughter and her mortal husband. They beg to be pardoned, and Circe performs the rite for them, washing them of their guilt, without asking any questions, as the rules of the rite dictate. When Circe finds out after what they have done, she says if she had known, she would not have pardoned them. Her niece says, perhaps that is why suppliants may not be questioned. How many of us would be granted pardon if our true hearts were known? These instances stand out as such opposites to how God relates to us. The gods barely notice a mortal unless they do something particularly worthy of notice, either impressive or insulting. And yet, in John 10, we are told that our Lord knows us by name. He doesn't have to try to memorize all our names before it's too late. He made us, he knows us, and he knows us by name. In Zephaniah 3.17, we are told that God delights in us and rejoices over us with singing. We don't have to do something eye-catching and impressive to gain the attention and favor of God. He already loves us and delights in us. The gods find mortals so difficult to comprehend, and even comparing a god to a mortal in any way is denigrating. But we were crafted in God's image to be reflections of him. And even more shockingly than that, God became one of us, coming to earth as a human to repair our relationship with God and sacrifice himself for us, yet another thing a great god would never do. And forgiveness. We don't have to have some secretive rite where we trick God into offering us pardon, hoping he doesn't find out what we've done and deny us. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God knows our deeds and our true hearts and still extends forgiveness freely. Unlike the limited, selfish gods of Greek mythology, our God, with his limitless power, cares about each of us, knows us intimately, and loves us completely.
That's all the time we have for today. If you want to hear more Nerdy Devos every weekday, hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also come hang out with us on our Facebook group, The Nerd of God Squad. I'm Shanine for The Daily Nerd Devo. Until next time, never be cruel, never be cowardly, and never ever eat pears.